Good morning and welcome to episode 5 of our Count Your Blessings, Count Your Step Challenge. This is Linda Nelson and I'm so excited that you're taking me with you today as you either spend some time in your physical walk and you're um, contemplating as you go or maybe you're just taking a break in your day and are just taking the time to listen for a little motivation. I just am so grateful that you're here with me today. For those of us who are you who are meeting me for the first time, I'm Linda Nelson and I'm a mindset confidence coach and belief builder and founder of the Believe in You Academy. I mentor women who are looking to grow themselves and their businesses by providing tools, support, and mindset strategies so that they can step into their purpose and live a life of intention and impact. Well, good morning, everyone. It's um, still dark out as I record this, and Daylight Savings Time is making that darkness um, later in the morning. So I've gone to walking now in the afternoons, but um, making those little shifts and adjustments is just something we do. And um, we still develop the habit. And so I hope that you're continuing to take these baby steps and be consistent, that you're um, moving your body as it was designed to do, that you're fueling it with food that's good for it to continue to move, and that you're feeding your mind um, with positive things in a negative world, thereby renewing your spirit every day too. We've talked about how challenging it can be in the world when it's chaotic and negative and it seems like wherever we turn, people are unhappy or are negative or divisive and it can be discouraging. And that's all the more reason why we need to fill our minds with with more intentional positive messages. Otherwise, we can get down in chaotic, negative times like this. And as we've talked earlier in the week, the world has always been broken. There's um, things that now make that more apparent, perhaps, than in generations past. We have um, a media that talks about news all day long. News used to be just a certain time of the day, and we caught it at that certain time of the day, and that was it. Now it's on 24 hours a day, and you hear the same things over and over and over again. And so it can be daunting. The other change, of course, is social media. And that, again, can really bring us into that world over and over and over again. And so we have to set up some limits and some boundaries and take a break from all that. Um, and not have that inundate our minds 24-7. And so it is my hope and my prayer for you that these mornings with um, focusing on something motivational and positive, and in particular uh, scriptures and what the words say, can help you set those boundaries and decide to fill your mind with more positive things, with more positive people, and just really focus on you 
and what you want as you discover your purpose and living a life of intention. We've been talking a lot in the last, um, in this series, I guess, about love. And partly I've been thinking about that because my son just got married at the beginning of September. And so that whole love theme and its ripple effect has really been on my mind of late. And when you attend a wedding, I think a couple of things are true for everyone, whether it's your child or not. And that is for those of us who are married and witness the vows being said to one another, we go back and think of our own vows that we took and, um, and spend some time reflecting on the, our love throughout the years that we've been married. And then thinking about love at its early stages versus what love develops into over time through trials and challenges and ups and downs and all of the rest. And then I I think you witness the love that people have who attend the event because they're obviously there for those two people who have decided to profess their love publicly. And uh, so it just got me thinking about love in lots of different ways. And I realized in a powerful way how my husband's and my loving my son for who he was and giving him a, a good sense of self along the way allowed him to meet a woman who loved him truly for himself and he her And God brought those two people together, and those two people, through their love of others and each other, caused a ripple effect, if you will. And it was just powerful to witness the love that came together on that day for those two people. It was just a very clear visual to me and got me thinking about how important it is that we love one another. And we talked about the great command that we're sent to love God with our whole heart and soul and mind, everything we have, and love our neighbors as ourselves. And it's hard sometimes (laughs) to love our neighbors as we've discovered in the world of late. But we also need to love ourselves, and that will be a topic for another day. But In loving each other, it really all begins with God, with Jesus, because he loved us, we now can love each other. And it's only possible because God showed us the way through Jesus while Jesus was on earth. So as I've been pondering some of the devotions that I've read that have really struck me, I've set aside so that I can share with them with you. And this is one that I came across the other day. And as I said, um, I would introduce you to some of my favorite devotional books along the way on our journey. And this one is called A Moment to Breathe. And it is published by um, the Encourage community. And it is a compilation of many authors who came together to uh, write from a scripture verse 
and then write a devotion about their feelings about that and then take a moment to breathe, much like um, we've been taking a faith step. And so this one um, I want to read to you today is written by Stephanie Bryant. And her reading today is taken from John 13, verses 3 through 5. And it's entitled, Because of Jesus in You. Jesus knew that the Father had given everything into his hands, that he had come from God, and that he was going back to God. So he got up from supper, laid aside his outer clothing, took a towel, and tied it around himself. Next, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to dry them with the towel tied around him. And the devotional part reads, Sometimes I feel like I take care of enough already, so the needs flashing on my newsfeed can make me feel like I'm not enough to help those in need. Are you too tired or overwhelmed to know how to serve those in need? Do you wonder what ability you really have to make a difference? Because Jesus knew who he was, secure in God the Father's love, he could love the utmost and serve the lowest. Because Jesus knew this world was really not his home, he could humble himself to obey washing stinky man feet without thinking about it wasn't grand enough to make a difference. Because Jesus knew whose he was, Jesus could listen to the whisper of God's voice and know his, res- <coughs> and know his response was to obey, serving those who served and hated him. Even if there were many more seemingly important needs at hand, he was able to serve those who loved and hated him. God has to do a miracle inside us to produce his character in us. The Holy Spirit produces the same character and confidence of Jesus in us. We can rely on Jesus to empower us to do the good works he has prepared us in advance to do through the power of his Holy Spirit. Not everyone's good works, just ours. I can't count on myself, but I can rely on Jesus to empower me to take the hard steps the Holy Spirit is calling me to. Then I will grow closer to Jesus and become more like him, living life to the full. Because we can be secure in the Father's love, we are enabled to be led by the Holy Spirit, hear clearly his moment-to-moment instructions, and glorify God by our service. And taking a moment to breathe, washing people's feet isn't part of our daily culture anymore, but there are still so many ways to serve others. Look for ways to serve someone, especially someone who least expects it.
So this is a lot uh, or similar to what we talked about yesterday, looking for little ways to show God's love. And the point of today's lesson to me seems like we are able to love others and put aside differences, have respect for one another when we remember that we are God's and that because we're God's, he put the Holy Spirit in us and works within us to make us more like Jesus. And God is love. That is who he is. So we need to be as clear as Jesus was about his mission, about who he is and how much he's loved in order to go out into a hurting world and serve people. I'm certain that his disciples were absolutely shocked when he washed their feet. He was viewed as the master, their leader. And here he was washing others' feet and tending to that very basic human need. Everyone back in that day wore sandals. And so they walked around in dirt all day long and it was hot, so they sweated. So feet were pretty stinky. Not a lot of people probably wanted to touch one another's feet. And yet God showed, or Jesus showed us, that is exactly how we are to love, to put our own needs aside and do something surprising for another person. So that's the thought for today. Um, Yesterday, I think our step, or earlier in the week, our step was to just be aware. Today, let's get into action. And along with the awareness, let's look for some divine appointments today and give someone who maybe deserves it the least but needs it the most a random, surprising act of kindness today. Have a great day, everyone. And again, thanks for joining me on your walk today or in your quiet moments where you have some quiet time to just pause and reflect and take a moment to breathe. Have a wonderful day, everyone.